Oh, hi there, Josh. <laughs> I'm your neighbor. Well, well, hello there, Marcel. Won't you be my neighbor? Uh, I, I'll be your across-the-street neighbor. <laughs> alcohol. You know alcohol. <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about? Is that what you brought me here for? Yes, man. This is the intervention under disguise of Rogers, bro. <laughs> Just kidding. What's up, Josh? Well, just another day. We are here. Yeah, this is a review. Welcome to Cinema Language. It's been a while for me in general, but this is a good little warm-up back into the game. I'm sorry, guys. I won't ever let you down again. I'm back. I promise to never go back on that promise. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> but uh, we're here to talk about the nicest living person portrayed the nicest person ever. Dude, nicest and like truly ever. the nicest person ever. Like. Yep. I truly believe. Uh, I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. And before we get there, I'm Marcel. I'm Josh. Josh, and welcome to my hood, guys. <laughs> welcome to the. Oh shit! Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> the neighborhood. <laughs> That's where we yeah. at. I'm Marcy Mark over there. Is my wicker Josh. Oh my god! <laughs> don't you? This is this, hood. this is neighborhood. Don't you <laughs> ever? <laughs> don't you ever call me that again, wicker Josh? <laughs> wicker Josh Rogers. No, I don't like <laughs> that. Wicker Rogers, Josh. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Do man. you remember when uh, white people used to like say that cavalierly? Yes, yes, uh, and I'm like, at least you're saying that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <off>. it's <laughs> it's the same thing. It is the same shit, though. Hell it's yeah. It's the same thing. But. For this review, I know a man who probably never said nigga, hopefully. <laughs> Behind the scenes as soon as the cameras went down. Oh, man. Where are hey, my, God. Where are my, where are my niggas at? <laughs> I have a nigga friend. <laughs> Here he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I'm going to just tell you guys how this is right now. At the end of this movie, Bob Ross walks out and says, we got to start a team. I'm done. <laughs> ah, that would have been cool though if we could just reboot. Like, what if we just rebooted the whole like all like the the you know the PBS characters that passed away? Oh, okay, or something like, like the, that. All the, the whole. I don't know what universe. Maybe all the childhood friends. Like you, you get the out of the box people. They're not dead, but we can oh, throw them in there. Out we, of we, the can, box. we can combine them all together. Get out the Sabumafu guys. Oh get Steve God. back from Blue's Clues. <laughs> was Zoom? Was Zoom, Zoom on PBS? Were those just kids or were those adults in there too? No, there were kids, but okay. was Zoom on PBS too? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Zoom was definitely. I want on Zoom PBS. back too. That was my <laughs> shit when I was a kid. I was pissed when I got home like tw- uh, 30 minutes late. <laughs> Miss Zoom. You gotta be <laughs> no, fucking definitely. kidding me. <laughs> but, uh, usually, yeah, school just fucked up all that shit. School, like, school screwed up everything. Like, I remember trying to watch Batman, and I get back, and then I don't know what the show's going on, but I see Scarecrow there. I'm catching the last 15 <laughs> minutes, I guess, when that bus, because that bus just fucked my whole shit up. Yeah, dude. For it everything. Was definitely Jake a Long, challenge. Yeah, oh, American all Dragon. Yeah, that's fuck all my shit. Is up. it on? Is it on Disney Plus yet? Oh, it's not on Disney Plus. I just assumed. I know it was. it's I don't going think it to be. I know on. it was. It, uh, it's in talks to come out on yeah. Disney Plus. I just don't know uh, when. Yeah, me. Because I, I, I fucking, I can't yeah, wait. That was, was awesome. That's my shit, bro. But usually, back in the day, when you were like a small, small, wee little child, you know who you didn't when when school didn't exist fully yet for you. And maybe it did, but up to maybe a certain grade. But when school didn't exist fully yet for you, and you had no preschool teacher to teach you shit, you had old Mr. Have? Rogers, man. Mr. He was there Rogers. First. What he was, was your his first full name? teacher, technically, Fred. 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 I don't know the middle name. I think I Frederick. or I knew it, and I didn't. I don't know. Keep if it's it, Frederick. Fred Rogers, man. Fred Rogers. And yeah, that was literally <laughs> probably the first teacher. I didn't have preschool, so it was definitely him. And I. You didn't have preschool. 
I didn't. I don't think I went to. I had daycare, um, <laughs> but I was definitely I going preschool. to school and then daycare right after. That was my. Uh, I graduated preschool, graduated hey. kindergarten, didn't graduate high school. Hey, whatever you you graduated the point uh, important ones, man. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but um, I always said genius. <laughs> I always said that the first white person that my kid's gonna meet will be my wife. <laughs> probably probably Josh next. Wait, for and those of you guys who don't know, Marcel is exclusively into white women. I'm that's glad not true. <laughs> that's not I'm glad that true. he's finally accepting it. I just uh, say most likely. <laughs> I'm just saying probability, but hell no. It's not true. It, it could be anybody. I could have a Dominican I'm not, princess. Okay, next. maybe not exclusively. I'm not saying exclusively, but Marcel does love his white women. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, baby. My first kid, the first uh, person (laughs) my kid's going to see is going to be my white wife, (laughs) probably (laughs) probably Josh, and then Mr. Rogers as soon as he... Since we get the fuck out of that hospital, I'm privileged. <laughs> Assuming Josh comes and visits the oh. hospital, because now I'm Mr. There. Rogers I'm might be to it. I'm gonna be Michael Scott, like walking <laughs> in and like while you while your wife's having the kid, just be like, oh, <laughs> kid's gonna have Shit. a lot. Didn't have that scene no, wait, knocked up say? when he walked in. <laughs> well, no, and then and then he's like, he walks out, he's like, kid's gonna have a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but 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 yeah, man, and you know. Uh, usually, yeah, you better be there though, because I'm, I'm gonna be Mr. There, Rogers bro. on right when we get home. Like, shut up, get to sleep. <laughs> Listen to him. But uh, the man. So he's gonna have a good outlet of uh, white people first. We're not going straight to like. Do you wanna uh, before we start? Yeah. Um, one of the things that I really uh liked about Mr. Rogers before, like this movie and even that documentary that we watched. Yeah. Um is the mystique behind him. You know, mm-hmm. like he was just like uh, uh, uh like from from what you got from the show that's what you got from right. Mr. Rogers, exactly. you know. He, he wasn't uh, it wasn't in the it, like what you uh, see is what you had. It, it wasn't was tabloid. He wasn't a tabloid guy like he wasn't in all this kind of crazy shit. Like he was just genuinely uh a mysterious man. And not only through that documentary but also through the movie you really I feel like I really hope uh Get to meet uh, Fred Rogers. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even want to call him. I, I still want to call him Mr. Rogers, but just the man Fred Rogers. Uh, and I think that's really, I think that's really cool. Yeah. That like it, that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with how many defamed kid stars there are, uh, right. it's very interesting that even you know what? How how long has he been dead? For about at least a decade now. Yeah, for at least a decade, but even but even uh, but at this point he'd probably be what in his Uh, hundreds. He'd probably be in his hundreds. He 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 definitely uh, he's gonna look it up. But like the fact that up to this point there's still no types of controversies. Now there were some controversies just with his mystique. Yeah, and while the show Uh, and we'll get we'll and we'll get into that. But uh, but like like some of the the or not mis not uh controversies the rumors. Mm -hmm. That that were about uh, Mr. Rogers, but nothing confirmed, you know. No um, but up to this point, no, no crazy controversies. Like he was, you know, none like Bill Cosby, nothing like uh, 
trying to think like yeah, Harvey no. Wines. Like we, we're not seeing that from exactly. him. Exactly, and it's almost sad to say, but in a way, I'm like no Pee Wee Herman. Good thing shit. you did go out, bro, because man, <laughs> I don't want to hear about that because it's a such thing as maybe living too long. Bill Cosby, you lived too long. <laughs> you saw yourself become the villain. This shit no, probably would have. No, I mean it would have been bad, but he was you the villain. Still been looked well, no, at. but that's the thing is like he was the he was like he was the villain because he was always the villain. You know, exactly. I don't see that with Fred. But even so, I think we would, if, the, God forbid, something came out, I think it will kind of, depending on that, it will mask it, kind of. It'll no. still be. It will, not to me. Hopefully not. I know for I me, depending say, on what I it is, depending on but, what it is. But there was a time where you were seeing all the childhood people, just the apocalypse started happening, all of them. Like, and I'm just like, For instance, like just back in the day, so, like, uh, uh, gay wasn't as, that acceptable. If he was like mm-hmm. a straight up homophobe. Sorry, I, I wouldn't be able to support Mr. Rogers. Exactly. You know, like and it's uh, such a nice tell about that in the documentary that they go about uh, his co-star kind of in a way because he was on the show a lot. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, I was just saying like that's just crazy to me that like uh, after all this time you still have a pretty cl- uh, a really clean slate yeah. other than some like uh, some of the small rumors like him being uh, a fucking sniper. Which is funny yeah, because my it, dad it, was saying shit like that. It I'm does like, Do come up in the in the, uh, in, the in the movie yeah. at the very end when the brother's like, "You really a sniper?" And then he's just like, "Huh?" And then and then fucking the main character's like, "No, no, no." Nah, and that brother just was just googled. Him. He acted like I would act if he came in a room just randomly. I'd be like, "I'll turn it right into a kid." No, Mr. Rogers, and it was awesome. <laughs> and, and, and we'll get into it, but it happens a couple times throughout the movie. Yeah. You know, um, but I just wanted to point that out. You want to go ahead and get into oh, it, yeah. though? And, you know, usually when they say inspired by a true story, they mean based loosely as fucking possible, I feel like. And that's uh, that's the one where they're like, you know, yeah, they assisted, but everything else is made up kind of like that. You see it with horror movies. This, well, maybe not necessarily made up, but uh, especially with like or biopics like that. Oh no. Based on it's one of them are more loosely like inspired, inspired it, by, you know? but based on is uh, where they have a lot of the events, but maybe some of it's dramatized or yeah, this person exists. It's, it's but, usually, you know, and that's just, uh, usually what based on that's what it is. is it's, yeah. um, it's kind of, uh, like some of the shit they may have played into more mm-hmm. than what really was in real life. Like, yeah, cause um, I see stories where they said, I don't know, maybe we made it up. Maybe. I don't know. See this, see the movie. Maybe we full shit. Yeah. <laughs> Go check it out. Just watch the movie. I don't know. <laughs> and you know, and you're still, be, and you'll still be entertained, you know, and you see those movies and you do your real research and you realize none of this shit happened, <laughs> you know, and if it did happen, it was just grossly misinterpreted and, you know, for the film or entertainment sake. So I get that too. But yeah, and like uh, for those of you guys out there who like see these biopics and shame that, uh, sorry, some of that shit is really boring. Like uh, in all reality, like yeah. especially like the music ones, like it's so funny. People are like, oh, I can't believe the contract shit was like that. Or they're like, there's no way that's like that. Well, probably not because they were probably in a courtroom uh, or or just in front of lawyers and I can promise you a lot mm-hmm. of that is them just not talking like if you look at like the social network right, how yeah. uh, how what's his name uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg playing uh, Mark Zuckerberg was just mm-hmm. not really there it's probably how a lot of people are because who fucking like he's not the lawyer he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't have anything to say unless they ask him a question then even so he's like yeah yeah sure yeah yeah but like uh, I don't f- and I'm sure there's like a lot that's dramatized in this movie. Oh, definitely. Um, but but it's, it's go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I was. Uh, and I realized that. Shit I just really love this movie, so it's like I'm excited. It's <laughs> actually great to see a movie. To be honest, where they say 
they lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you, but in, I kind of like this flow because you know who the man is. You know the story. You know everything. Wouldn't it be more interesting if we just made this shit up and made a fictionalized version of this person that you've seen? And the 10% that is there with the, was a guy who actually, you know, did the story, uh, did write a story about Mr. Rogers for Esquire and was supposed to is be Is that in, true? Yeah, is that true? That's true. true. Uh, the, the did you too. get to read the article or no? I didn't. I, never I read didn't the article. Look. I did the research about the article. Oh, okay. I never, I didn't but do but it. that is true. Like but, yeah, he... but they changed things up. Like the guy's name is like Tom Gion, Gionmi, Gion, something like that. Well, and he may be gone where they couldn't have asked specifically his prom- uh, or like his family's permission or yeah, something. So. Might. Um, that's uh, just legality, right so that's probably why they did it. Or maybe he, they did ask him, and he was just like, "I don't want, you know, I, I, I don't want to be too. bothered with it." Um, so maybe that's what that was. But uh, that is a part of that shit too, you know, the legality of shit. Yeah, and it's based on yeah, Tom Gion, Genos. I can't say that shit, <laughs> but his Esquire piece that came out in 1998. Oh wow! But the movie itself swaps, like I said, swaps that fictionalized character and changes him into Lloyd Fogle and change the name like that. And motherfucker. And you know, that's really cool. And, uh, you know, and he was kind of the same way just as Lloyd Fogle, you know, he thought he could go in there and then he tried to, he was going to see if he was an asshole. He's like, I'm going to find out if this dude's an asshole. Went in there and was like, Hey man, fuck is up mr rogers (laughs) well and that's what's funny is because like uh even at the beginning of the movie with the uh with his uh writer direct writing director uh she even says like you're you're just doing uh a a short piece and he's like oh i want to do an expose basically like i might as well like and she's like nope that's not what you're doing you're just writing an article about mr rogers yeah no and um that's pretty much it. And then, cause you know, Matthew Reese who plays Lloyd and Fogel from Americans and stuff. I'm watching yeah. Americans so behind it's the greatest show. One of the best shows that no one has ever seen truly. But, um, he's one of the journalists who is so cynical and who doesn't like people so much and always looking for the bad in people so much that people don't want him even writing about them, which is kind of almost how he gets this gig because it's almost sort of a punishment but more of a challenge, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Because he and it's like I just and it's like he just wrote a recipe for a book and you just <laughs> called me an asshole. Like, do chill. Um, until he meets his match with the Power Rogers, <laughs> and he tried to pull that angry shit with Mister Rogers too. And he was like, "Yo, you know what? I live for assholes like you. I collect assholes for like you." <laughs> you and know, of course, I'm he gonna doesn't actually love me. say it. That Not way, say that. But, <laughs> you guys just know. just to clarify, just to make clarify, you love me, and hopefully at the end of this, love yourself too. I don't even think that like. Uh, sorry, that's in to cut you off. But I don't even think that that was Fred's. Because again, I feel so after this movie, I feel so acquainted. It's Fred. That's my friend. Oh yeah. You know, uh, that's not even just my neighbor. Especially, that's my friend. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I feel like that wasn't even how we thought. It was more just like I want to talk to you. Like, because isn't that what? The, I don't know if that's in real life, but in the movie, isn't it that uh, Fred had requested him? If uh-huh. I'm not mistaken. I believe, yeah, he requested him. He requested yeah. him to do the Esquire specifically. specifically. And that's why and I don't think it was like, people okay. like you. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean people like me? And I was like, ah, he definitely knows his homework. He knows the type of articles he writes. Yeah, yeah. And when he but I don't, him, I, don't, I don't think Fred did it to like, quote unquote, change his opinion. I oh, think he just not. did it because Fred's to give like. give him a different aspect at yeah, least. Yeah, or, or he even will. maybe have saw him as like an angry person, you know, you know and was just like, you know what? This guy needs some 
Fred touch, you know, <laughs> this guy needs the Rogers touch. Yeah, like little Mr. Rogers. Because that's how I took it. Like, I, I can't wait because the end of it, like at the end, I really want to give like my, I just want like a second just to go in because, dude, I fucking, <laughs> I, I called you like as I was finishing the movie, like Marcel, you need to watch this movie oh, today. Oh man, you know, and Lloyd, <laughs> and like I'm going to dig a little bit more into Lloyd, but Lloyd, uh, Fogel, he has his issues because in the first 15 minutes of a Mr. Rogers film, dude gets in a fight with his father. <laughs> and that's when I knew, Josh, that Punches we had a movie. Punches his father in <laughs> the face. And that's when I knew we had a movie. When it came to Mr. Rogers' show, his show always had covered dark things, too. You know, like that. So when yeah. I saw that we were even things darker than fucking Lloyd's eye. Corny, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's covered corny, uh, corny. He's covered dark shit also. So I knew we had a movie when we were getting there. I was like, this is a Mr. Rogers film. Hell yes, let's get in it then. But it's funny, a lot of people thought this was a biopic and the whole Mr. Rogers story. And before the movie probably came out and when it was promoted, I thought it was because that's how they kind of... Uh, yeah, me too. Before trailers came out, even by the trailer, you're not really sure. You're kind of just like, could be a Mr. Rogers biopic loosely. We don't know. Yeah. So, And as you continue to watch, it turns out to be kind of the weirdest... Longest episode of Mr. Rogers you've ever seen. And he goes, and it starts out, and I love how it starts out. He goes to a bunch of doors and is like, here are the people in my life that I like. And here's my friend Lloyd Fogle. Lloyd looks fucked up in the photo. No, and it's funny. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Too. It's really funny because it's it, like all the other ones are like professional yeah, nice pictures. Like, and then he's like, and here's my buddy Lloyd. And he's like, Lloyd is sad. <laughs> and I was like, Lloyd is more than sad. Lloyd is fucked up. <laughs> he looking confused as shit. Like, how did I get here? Oh, it looks shit. like he's trapped in the Phantom Zone in Superman. Yeah. Just so you guys know, there are going to be some spoilers. We totally forgot we missed that. Did we? Yeah. We're going to spoil it? I wasn't trying to. Oh, well, that's I wasn't thinking, technically saying things a spoiler. That I don't spoil. But yeah, okay, I guess. It's we'll a light. Spoilers. Uh, we'll say light spoilers. Light spoilers. Then. No, I'm we're not going in full depth, but light spoilers. Just light spoilers, begins, just in case. Because it's really cool. Hey, so yeah, light spoilers. People are sensitive, bro. <laughs> and, 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 and I wrote this, and I wrote the note. I knew I was going to be talking to you. So maybe, <laughs> so it was like, yeah. But yeah. Just, just light so spoilers. We, we're going to explain some things, just, you know, just so you guys know. Just because that's very, like, a... Because uh, usually for me, non-spoilers are like n just content. I feel you. Um, yeah. But just, and because like I said, most people are so sensitive on the internet. Like, oh my god, you <laughs> ruined this movie for me. Love y'all. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> keep going. My bad. But uh, you know, good. Uh, yeah, Lloyd looks like he's trapped in the Phantom Zone. He, he's trapped. Get me the fuck out of here. He looked. <laughs> but he looks fucked up like the worst Tinder it's so funny photo it's ever, like man. Five, <laughs> it's a funny-ass picture, well, no, too. It makes like you laugh. Five smiling pictures and then just guy who <laughs> just, just like, straight mean mug. Like, it looks like a mug shot. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a fucking mug shot. Just mean mug. Just <laughs> <laughs> This is my friend, and he needs help. And you're like, fuck yeah, he needs help. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and it plays out like an episode from there. And things crossfade to a cardboard car and it has mr rogers jazz music playing and i'm like okay i'm watching an episode of mr mr rogers right now you're just yeah. kind of sitting there and you got the car and the stick and everything and it's throughout the whole thing and the movie and they play it out like an actual episode except that tom hanks like i said except tom hanks kidnapped mr rogers tied him up in a closet somewhere <laughs> and he's running a show now and he's just taking over things like does he, a phenomenal job. mr rogers took over and it's a whole movie and it's 
cool, cute, and fun. I did want to say, like, um, especially watching the the movie and then going back to the the documentary was like even his mannerisms mm-hmm. and the way he speaks was probably the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Uh, when it comes to a biopic, like, wow, oh, yes. he he embodied it so fully, like. Uh, Cause that's always the hardest thing is like physical mannerisms is one thing, but even the way he would take his pauses and then speak again. And then like it, it like it was acting at its finest, you know, Um, um, just to point that out, like uh, as, as somebody who, who really loves biopics and shit like that, uh, to see somebody take on a role so boldly, but also um, accurate, accurately is, is amazing. No, you're right. Um, I said it in here too. I'll skip a little bit, but sorry. No, you're good. But uh, Eddie, like I compared it to Eddie Murphy and Dolomite, kind of, and I felt like, but I feel like he was more like I said, "Fuck it, what you see is what you get here." Yeah, we were I'm Eddie. Still, I'm still Eddie Murphy. <laughs> you know, you see this shit, you're gonna like it. And I feel like Tom Tank, Tom Hanks, in here he is at least trying to capture his mannerisms and essence and the cadence of Mr. Rogers, kind of. And, and that cadence does, is important. Yeah, and he does capture that, you know, that slow rhythm, that slow as rhythm. <laughs> that can um, make you feel a little bit weird, you know, but Mr. Rogers. Uh, but I also feel like that voice, that's the only thing, if I had to say anything. But he did the best he could. Yeah, I was like, it's still Tom Hanks, Rogers man. Voice was like... a little bit more nasally and a little bit more vim- uh, feminine, you know what I mean? But if you okay. listen to Tom Hanks, he does keep that deeply, gravely voice of that he has, but not quite reaching that level of feminism yeah. as him. Yeah. But he clearly he practiced. You know, yeah. you could tell he tried. Well and and, and again like to out me, what level would work. Cadence uh, is harder than because voice matching is always going to be hard. And it's okay because it's fiction. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But voice acting is always going to be hard, period. But when you're able to do cadence and stuff, that means you really studied the role. Mm-hmm. Because you can only do so much your voice is your voice. Exactly. You know, like you can only do so much. You can go high, you can go low, you can add a twang to it, you can add uh, femininity, like you said. Like, there's only so much you can do with it out with it being your voice. But when you're able to match cadence and shit, like that shit's fucking. Yeah, and it was honestly pain right after that. It was honestly right after that song. Only a last, and it only lasted a couple minutes. When you get out of the fact that it's Tom Hanks, because honestly, right after that, you're honestly sunk into him being mr rogers yeah you know it's quick enough that it subsides you like that's mr rogers we're looking at and like you're right his scented structure his inflection the way he walks he has those pauses that i told you that make you feel weird a little bit that are not quite mid-sentence but second to last word did you notice crazy because like pause yeah but well not only that but i feel like it's it's like not only is it intentional ah. i couldn't fathom anybody else portraying the part no honestly there's no, no one else well and, and and i don't even like on a, a scale of being as loved as mr rogers i definitely not like you know like uh and it's perfect he uh, he yeah. is he would be the best one because same thing with mr rogers like he doesn't have like a dirty past or anything like he's a clean ass guy mm-hmm. who i think just genuinely and and like uh, as somebody who's been doing biopics seeing him from like sully bridge of spies mm-hmm. um shit even going back to uh catch me if you can uh to this it's i can see his improvement with with uh, taking on a character role, and if he can, t- if if that's the rest of Tom Hanks's career, I would love that. Oh yeah, I would oh, absolutely yeah. love that. But um, 
he does really good. And I'm so happy it wasn't a biopic strictly about Mr. Rogers because Tom Hanks would have been under scrutiny the whole time. I think he would have been way under more scrutiny. So he could get away with more certain things, I think, in a film like this. You'd be watching and trying to compare his performance in here in itself. You would do that. You know, that takes... And if you do do that when you watch this movie, too, I think that takes the focus away. And it doesn't take long before you realize, man, the way he went with this was the best way possible. I'm not you know? I'm not telling you guys how to watch movies, but watch the movie and then get your critiques. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, unless the person is out like uh, exa- for like, for instance, for Dolomite. Like, if you only see Eddie Murphy there, then you're probably missing a lot going on. Yeah. Um, in the story because you're just paying attention to Eddie Murphy. That means you're missing a lot of what's going on. And it's a lot different from Dolomite versus this where Mr. Rogers is almost second to... Um, second, he's more of a supporting the, character yeah. to the other character. Uh, ironically, just like Mr. Rogers himself, kind of, in yeah. a way. No, so the ex- show, with the show, kind of, you know. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, genius. Didn't so, really think about it, but yeah, exactly. But like that's, uh, but that's Where that's my thing is like, if, if you're if you're paying that much attention to, oh, let me s- watch 13 hours <laughs> of Mr. Rogers and then come back and watch yeah. it, you are, you are not enjoying the movie. And at not, that point, what are you doing? Yeah, it may not be the most perfect overall of all perfect spot on impressions, but he totally captures the soul of Mr. Rogers. I really brought into him. Yeah. Like I said, he has that cadence and everything down. Everything about the stories was about Mr. Rogers was what Mr. Rogers was all about. Looking back at it kind of looks like Tom Hanks got, high, <laughs> got high and did a very good Tom Hanks impression or he's high and he's just talking. But, but while watching it, he transforms pretty much for the most part into him. For, the, for what the movie is and how much screen time he has, you come, you become totally endured by how he's playing it and by the character he's playing. Definitely. You know? So, and the movie's not afraid to make Mr. Rogers a little bit weird. <laughs> a bit of a weirdo. I don't know if you're going to take it, but... Or no, that I, too. hey, but, hey uh, dude, I agree. <laughs> There's multiple points where I'm just like... Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and I put my examples like he takes his camera and starts snapping pics at unopportune moments while people are talking to him in a way. It's like Batman, you know, like Batman's kind of weird, but he he's noble and he uses his powers for good. But Batman, you're, you're jumping in a suit. Kind bro. of a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. And like um, another spoiler real quick, like the puppet scene, like we talked about that yeah. earlier, but the like, there's a scene where he like. <laughs> yeah, we're just no, the guy is the legit. Shit. The guy is legit, like just asking him questions about, like, how do you think your kids feel with you being such a celebrity? And he's just like, do you want to meet my puppets? Oh, yeah, no, because the whole. <laughs> and, then just, and then he's just like, no, and he legit. The uh, what's his what's the name? The interviewer, um, Lloyd Fogle in the movie. Lloyd, yeah. Lloyd legit is just like. Fred, can we just uh, can we can you just answer the question, please? And then he's just like he has uh, the shy puppet on his hand. He's just like, oh, he doesn't want to talk to you right now. It's okay though. He'll talk. And then like he just puts him back. He just puts him back. <laughs> and then he and then he's like and then he uh, they like uh, he's like you know what I didn't think of my my kids that way, but I guess you know that's a good perspective. Like <laughs> and it's so funny because this motherfucker is like trying to just. Get what he needs to, but he doesn't understand that phone. Uh, that that uh, that's the type of interview that, uh, or that's not the type of interview that um, 
he's trying to give. You know, like that's not who. Yeah, they, and Mr. Honestly, Rogers every, is just being himself. Yeah, because honestly, every interview scene in this movie is pretty much a therapy session for him. Definitely, you know, and that's absolutely really freaking cool. Um, like I said, this uh, yeah, but they're not afraid to. And I'm glad he used his powers for good. Because let's be honest, guys, say what you want, but Mr. Rogers could have fucked everyone on this planet because he seduces people. But he seduces people with kindness, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> and people will be talking to him, and then they look at him and wonder, how the fuck you get in my house? <laughs> like he finds his way into people's homes steadily. There are even moments in the movie where he would say nodulant like stuff, like yeah, me and Freya were. We're talking, and you're like, how do you know my wife? <laughs> oh, at the end when no, they're like, texting? just any scene. Like, or, I think even well, when he was in bed before he had to go out to Pittsburgh. Like, how did you get my number? Like, I didn't give him that shit. Yeah. Like, he's stalking people. <laughs> like, there are moments when it even when it even looked like he doing power moves <laughs> where he'd be looking at somebody, and now he's doing it kindly. But there are moments where he's looking at somebody. He's like... You really don't know who you're fucking with right now. <laughs> There's one scene <laughs> in specific. Like, he was going to pull some gangster shit. He also lets Lloyd know, I could fuck your wife at any moment, Lloyd. <laughs> 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 like, calling all early in the morning. Like, oh, like, I'm so glad we could talk to you. Like, letting him know, you better be happy. I'm a nice guy, Lloyd. Because I have any moment, Lloyd. Any moment. <laughs> Do you understand me, Lloyd? <laughs> like, no, uh, it's like, more nicer as, you're done, Lloyd. <laughs> I'll, fu- I'll fuck you up. I could have got him, Lloyd. <laughs> I like seeing his odd side, though, and then seeing him admit that even he struggles outside of the narrative that is that they want to sell about him. You know, there's one moment where his guard kind of went down. I don't know if you noticed it, but he kind of did one under his skin in one scene specifically. Uh, specifically, like he he had to look like uh, I don't know. If, he said it kind of mean, but then he's like, he held back. Like, you could tell Lloyd might have little bit. He pushed his button. Skin. No, he pushed his buttons. Well, yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Continue. Because uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, that look like this motherfucker in the room. I'm about to show this motherfucker the real Mr. Rogers right now. Like, he <laughs> fucking presses him. I think that's the he's only like, time where he's it like, like he you heard him. about the sniper? <laughs> and even his wife, like, uh, even had a scene where he, like, he had a temper sometimes. And, it like, it's that's the real man. You know what I mean? He, he was known to have that probably at some point in his life, you know? But, uh... It's a great companion piece to the documentary, too. Like, if... And honestly, I would say... Look at that first before you look at this. That's the way I would do it. But I don't think it's as good as uh, I don't think this is as good as that one, but it's good. And it makes you and I feel like just like the documentary, it kind of it makes you long to have someone in your life who will just listen or care. It's like what the documentary did for making you long for the days of watching Mr. Rogers and knowing that there was somebody out there like that. And yeah, like the documentary, this makes you want to be a better person. Um, I have some fun facts too. I'm gonna save some of the. Actually, I'll say this one right now since my they're kind of out of order. But Tom Tom Hanks isn't the first Hanks to play Mister Rogers. Really? Or not? This was fun shit. Nah. So Tom Hanks' son, Colin Hanks, played Mister Rogers on an episode of Drunk History, where they talked about Mister Rogers, uh, Mister Rogers' beautiful life, and they had this dude on there who was fucked up and drunk, and they had Colin p- portray Mister Rogers. Shit was funny. If you haven't seen it, we're going to... No, I haven't. Right I definitely want to go see it. It's hilarious. Uh, Matthew Reese, man, in this movie, 
does a great job, like I said earlier. He plays it very dark and sullen, though. Uh, there's something going on with him. You can tell, very tell. He's very troubled, but not once is he really unlikable, I think, at least. Even when he's doing the wrong thing or acting out, you totally see where he's coming from. Like, I can't say I wouldn't have done the same thing in his position. You see what's going on in him, but the film also allows you to see what Mr. Rogers sees. I don't know. I kind of get which it. Which makes him a little <laughs> easier to accept that because he does lash out. But when you see him in moments with his family and he's trying to do his best, he just has this bitterness and anger inside him that Mr. Rogers is just trying to draw out. Because you do see that he is a good man, which is uh, which is getting to that message of let's try to change people's lives for the better, you know, instead of always trying to get them at face value and not liking them at the beginning. And that's even an issue with our world, too. We are so quick to jump on shit like on people like stop taking things such at face value but i get it you, like you can't like i said you can't help but to be side with them on some shit it's like uh, i feel it and like i said he plays it very dark like it's <laughs> it's very moody like man and it was really cool to see him he's good at that yeah so um chris cooper who plays the father which is really good to see him again i haven't seen him in a movie in a while he was always long like, time long before. time honestly and he's great in this film and Probably in mostly everything, <laughs> I think, too. So he charms the audience, even though you know something isn't quite right with this motherfucker when he walks in the room, coming in looking like a Las Vegas singer, like trying to charm the whole room. No, I knew there Rolling was something Stone. up. He was yeah. a Rolling Stone. Like, uh, it's definitely a thing where, like, uh, it's not, like, there's not too much said. Yeah. But it's there's so much implied at the beginning that once it is said, you kind of already get it. Mm-hmm. You know, like as, as the within the first like within the first fucking 15 minutes, you know, like you kind of already get what's going on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he's just not happy. And even the sister's like, yo, I moved on. Like you got to. And that's the good message about this movie that you can't hold. It's not. And that's why I hate grudges. Like you never know when tomorrow's your last day. You never know if you'll see some unless you like you have to live with the choices you make in life and it's good to life is short and and like that so make amends don't hold grudges live happily it leaves less stress and that's why i also feel like he always tried to lead i know not everybody's sometimes yeah i know not everything is as hey let me be mr rogers for a second sometimes (laughs) it's not that you have to hold grudges it's just uh sometimes you just don't got to fuck with no motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. At least forgive in your heart. Don't forget, but move on in your heart, at least. And I don't think that character, definitely. Lloyd Vogel, truly moved on. You no, know? definitely not. And and one that's evident throughout the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I love the structure of the movie, like I said. Remind you of Mr. Rogers with his little models and the scenes and the act. I, did you like that? I, I loved it. What was it? Honestly, the little scenes where it went to the little cars. And no, I, I dude. Loved that. That. I, Honestly, till the end of the movie, I didn't realize. I was like, I just watched a whole feature length fucking. No, and that's and that's what Mr. that's what Rogers like I said was like, uh, I, I, after you said that, I was like, yeah, dude, like it really is like a truly uh, genuine depiction of what like a adult version of Mr. Rogers would be. Yeah. And um, it's funny. There's a. Uh, this, with a trippy ass scene in this, this Mr. Rogers movie, I'm gonna say this right now. Someone's gonna one day, and you know what I'm talking about, huh? One day, you know they're gonna edit that to a horror movie, like someone on YouTube. If it's not done already, I need to look. But they're gonna make that look like the Mary Poppins one, <laughs> where they make Mary Poppins looks like a horror movie. Someone's gonna do that shit with that, cause I was like, what the fuck is going no, on? That shit was a trip. <laughs> like I love that scene. If uh, please, if not, 
edit it, please. Someone out there, do it. <laughs> but uh, do it. That's a good scene. Um, here's some little facts though that I'd also said uh, thought was really cool to add on to it. Um, Fred, the real Fred Rogers, loved Tom Hanks. He was one of his favorite actors, and he saw Forrest Gump about forty times in theaters. Really? And that's in cool. theaters? Yeah, and he was his favorite actor, and it all came from... Uh, he was his favorite actor because of the movie Big, because he felt like he captured the essence <laughs> of childhood right in that movie. That was interesting to, <laughs> to learn. And they had the... And this movie, because some of the things with the set, I was like, no way, this is too awesome. Like, you got everything down, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, looking into it, uh, even on the behind-the-scenes shit, they had the whole approval of the Rogers <laughs> estate. Rogers even gave uh, Rogers even gave Hank all of the Fred's like actualities for the movies. For the movie. Wait, you know? so were those the actual puppets? They had the actual puppets. They had the uh, actual uh, suit and ties all the way up to the buttons, bro. Like that shit was awesome. Like that was his actual. The wife gave him the ties to wear. <laughs> that's amazing to dude, me, dude. That's so cool. No, that makes you love uh, it more. Like, oh. But by the way, I don't know any of these facts. Like, I'm learning this, no, too, with y'all. Yeah, no. <laughs> and one of the things I feel like low-key motivates me, besides the kindness of Mr. Rogers and everything that he showed through his work in everyday life, is the people who hated his work in everyday life. I feel like that kind of motivates me, because realizing, kind of realizing that people are always going to hate just to hate. Even in the case of someone like Mr. Rogers, I believe that's an extremely important lesson. and something that will take so much weight off your shoulder. And Fred embracing those people, though, yo, that's a saint. <laughs> Even Definitely. though I know, and I know don't, he wasn't a fan of that because say, it, I wrote his. I, I know he wasn't a fan of that because it doesn't make him as accessible, and he's a person first. But come on, <laughs> I, I, no, I, definitely I, he's better than all of us. But uh, the Rogers Estate never sold any merch, so them open up the archives for the writers of this movie and allowing them to go through the letters to make a a better picture. That's a big deal. Uh, they oh, wow. remade the trolleys from the original set and had them running all throughout the production. They shot it in Pittsburgh in the same studio with the same cameras and got down every little detail mm-hmm. from, like I said, they handed sweaters to the buttons on the puppets, and they turned mm-hmm. it into a feature-length episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood for adults. Plus, they had the constant back and forth with Mr. Rogers and really the whole city of, of not Mr. Rogers, of Miss Roger, Mrs. Rogers, and really the whole city of Pittsburgh. Like, uh, there's a funny-ass interview with Tom Hanks where uh, Tom Hanks is talking and someone's like, you know, Mr. Bro- uh, like he said, uh, he was at the elevator and he's saying something before the door closes, like a movie. And he's like, better not mess this up. You know, Mr. Rogers, a big deal around here. And <laughs> <laughs> like, that's some funny shit. Um, they did French hours on the set, which means basically, and this, I, this is the first time I learned what French hours are, but I think that's really cool. Uh, which means basically not taking a lunch break and going straight through because because uh, times on set are really long and senior family with those schedules that they hard are kind of almost obsolete. Yeah. And she even says that they work for, um, she even says that they work for her in hopes it brings more women and directors in front of the camera to direct movies. So could, so they can see their family. So they got to just work straight through pretty much and just no lunch breaks <laughs> at the end of it all. That's pretty cool. Which is, I, that's really neat. Sometimes I like doing work like that in general. Sometimes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't need this break. Yeah. But, um... Speaking of breaks... Uh, we're almost done. We're almost done? Okay, I was yeah, going like, you know, We're almost like, done. Not, I know, I almost, but, uh... Good talk, though. Just I'm glad. It's late, I know. No, Thank no, you no, for doing going, me. Keep doing going, keep going. Thank you for doing this with me. I know it's late. 
Mike was playing Skyrim, <laughs> but thank you no, for, for doing this. Um, we'll keep there's going. a scene where he asks his father something, um, or he tells his uh, when he asks his father something or tells him something, and that's actually based on uh, at the end of the movie, near the end of the movie, where he tells his father something, and that's based on the real on and they show him in a documentary. It's based on the real Fred's visit with the boy with cerebral palsy, who he felt must be very close to God, and he always sought out that person's <sighs> innocence. So regardless of the person, that makes you want to cry. Every interview, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Like I said, that's that was based off of that. <laughs> no, no. But that's like that's crazy. Like wow. Now, from that, and like I said, from every interview, very like a therapy session, dude. Like this movie, and the director did good, also knowing how to convey everyone's headspace. Like I said, for example, the scene with um, we talked about earlier, the scene with the. Uh, the tiger and the, the puppet Daniel uh, got it down here and it shows Tom Hanks's face. He didn't know they were focusing on him. Yeah. He thought it was just on Daniel no, and Lady was Amberlin. And it was like, like, she's really good at, um, conveying everyone's headspace. And she's good. I've seen some of her movies too. Like that's good shit. Um, and overall the, uh, the reason this works is this movie, beautiful day in the neighborhood works an uh, overall miss of it all. Uh, is that they care <laughs> that they care at the end of the day, they really care. Often we see biopics that try to overly glorify the subject of whoever they're doing it on or make them an icon or drag them down. But just like the documentary and with his own show, Mr. Rogers has always been about paying it forward. Yeah. And he was always less concerned about being a hero than he was making sure you had a hero guiding you. And they have that scene in the documentary. It was like, rather it be your mom, your dad, your sibling or teacher Anyone who can make your day beautiful, it was always the idea of a neighborhood, you know, looking out for each other and cares for each other in the neighborhood. Hanks, who had, and Tom Hanks, who has always been on the screen for decades, recognized this and transformed, I feel like, even further for this role. And they Definitely. embraced and embodied the neighborhood Fred Rogers always talked about, <laughs> honestly. So to come at it from this angle of a new father, this cynical journalist who feels beat down, that was, that was just perfect to me because he, too, belongs in the neighborhood and it's a message of forgiveness and an awareness and of kindness and just overall good, uh, good movie, dude. And, um, I like the quote that they say, and I believe in the end of it where he's like, anything mentioning is always manageable. Mm. Good quote. And, and, and that I think it's going to probably stick with me for a while. Definitely. No, <laughs> you could take like, that. And, uh, and not just that dude, like there's so many things to take from this movie. I still want to riff for a second. So like, oh, I, ahead, I'm waiting for you to go. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty much done. I could save anything else I have at the end, but yeah. Okay. Uh, cause like, I know for me, this movie was like truly, uh, inspiring. Like within the first fucking 15, 20 minutes, dude, like I was already like tearing up. And then by like, <laughs> by like the 30, 45 minute mark, it was just Having to like legit, cause like it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, I can't cry at three. I gotta cl cry at night. <laughs> and like I was legit like holding back tears most of this movie because it's so fucking. It's such a beautiful movie. Yes. Um, and like and and not only is it, you know how you said it was a therapy session. Uh, that they were going through every time this they were talking. Yeah. Uh, for characters, like I said, he was like, it Whoa. was truly. A therapeutic movie, you know, yeah. it was genuine to what, uh, from what I have seen, perceived as uh, Fred Rogers, it is truly what I would think he would want as his legacy going into this whole thing, and um, 
I know for me it was like it was it was definitely like wow, you know, like to see somebody who because I, I I really hate people who market on uh, kids. Like I really hate yeah, that. I, I really that. hate yeah. who build people who build their names, mm-hmm. um, just selling their shit to kids, even though it's not really kid friendly and shit. Exactly. And the fact that this that's man the, wasn't even thinking about that, mm-hmm. you know, he was just thinking about putting out wholesome. And and yes, he was getting paid doing what he was doing, but he was just putting out wholesome comment content for these people to grow up on. Mm-hmm. Like it was truly um, with insp- no like. Um, with no other thing, with no no, nothing, al- it not wasn't trying to get anything out of it. No alternative motive. motive. It was yeah, no alternative motive. Like it was just truly just, in his heart that that's what he wanted to do, and uh, you know if if it, I hope if it ever came out to be that that was not who he was. I hope I'm dead because that would truly devastate me as a man. Mm-hmm. Because uh, as a man, like wow, I was I was thoroughly impressed by that whole thing. And the fact that um, not only just the love that he took into his work, but the love that they took into portraying his story. And not only just uh, quote-unquote accurate, because of course there's the fluff to make it a a movie, but the fact that they made it so genuine to what I would believe if Fred Rogers was directing this movie, what he would have wanted it to be and what the morals that they instilled. Uh, Another spoiler that I want to say real quick is like the scene where he's putting up the, trying to put up the tent. Good That's scene. a big scene. Yes. It's really crazy because it's so small mm-hmm. and uh, and and probably on screen. Like uh, for us as kids, we probably didn't even if that was really a true scene. For us as kids, we probably didn't even realize that. But like, uh, it's funny because he's trying to put up this tent and he's struggling, and then he goes off camera, and then they're just uh, they cut it and he goes off camera, and they're like, "Oh, do you want us to preset it for you?" This and the third is like, "Do you want some help?" And he's like, "No, you know what? That's fine." And then they ask him, like, well, no, why not? Why, Like, why do you... And he's like, well, because sometimes even adults don't have all the answers right. by themselves, and they need help, too. And I was like, fuck True, you, because I grew dude. up also, and I realized that, too. I'm like, because you always thought, even as a kid, like, you think was, adults are have all the answers, yeah. and that adults are, you yeah. look up to them, and you realize... And I'm not saying it's wrong to look at certain adults, but you no, think adults you are should. the overall authority. And you realize, no, adults ain't shit sometimes. They're just yeah. like you and I and have their issues and shit. There's younger people um, have shit more figured out than them. You realize they're just human. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was definitely was like a truly, it wasn't just a, a, a good movie. It was truly inspiring. Like, I think that's what I, like, for me as a, 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 where I'm at in life, like, that was a truly inspiring movie. Right. And, and I'm not just hyping it up like that. Like, like I said, like, I finished watching this movie and then I called Marcel just like, bro. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> I was going to wait a little it. longer and then you told me, I was like, man, I'm always rec- I'm always recommending <laughs> movies to Josh. Let me watch this movie. Like, I'll be, I'm not going to leave it on a back burner when Josh tells me. I'm like, let me watch this shit. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> you know, and I'm it, glad I did uh, sooner than later. Yeah. I still want to, I still want my own copy, but damn no, it was amazing, dude. It was, it was a, it was a good time. It was a fun time. And, and the director, Burial Heller, uh, she did a movie, Can You Ever Forgive Me? I've seen that, and I heard she did another movie that's really good. I don't know what the title is, but I've seen Can You Ever Forgive Me? I like that one. I'm kind of starting to fall in love with this director, kind of. She's she's doing some good shit out there. And, yeah, no, Mr. Rogers is truly is the real-life Mary Poppins, you know, just coming in and changing people's lives. For reals. Um, 
And I and once again, this isn't a run of the mill biopic, guys. So it's so well put together and it's able to be meta without it being a thing, which is really hard to do sometimes. So that's really cool, man. Yeah, great movie. Like I love the clone, Mister Rogers, man. Like just have, <laughs> have that motherfucker back for one day. No, like, no. We we have his legacy. <laughs> we can just have him back. For buy one his day. legacy. Support his. Uh, don't we buy resales. Him. Hold up. Don't buy resales. Make sure if you're gonna if you're gonna buy it, make sure it goes back to his family because um, yeah, they no. should get a piece of that too. You know. I gotta uh, get the set of the show or something, man. And like I said uh, earlier, just to reignite. If you guys haven't seen the beautiful. Uh, the documentary would you be my neighbor i would watch that first because i think you'll like the shit you see in this movie a lot more or at least enhance your experience or you it doesn't really matter i say documentary movie first you watch the movie first then documentary but i just think documentary movie would be a better experience for you there because i also uh well uh, well, hold up because if you have if you don't know anything about mr rogers i would watch the movie first Really. I think and the then the documentary. Good, the only reason why is because you get to see the betrayal, and then you get to actually meet Fred. That's yeah, the only it's reason the why. Moments that they pay homage to in the movie, it echoes the documentary a lot for the most part. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're right. Yeah, and there's that some stuff that you don't get. Also, I know for me, like I like it I I lot. can I know me as a documentary watcher. Of yeah. course, I would go with the documentary first. But most people are not documentary I know, people. That's what I'm saying. So and that's why a, I. And that's it's a why really I good it. documentary. It. It's not boring. It keeps your attention. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's boring. <laughs> I watch, dude. I watch documentaries. Yeah. But I'm not probably a more than I watch movies. I wasn't movies. a huge documentary watcher, almost up to that point. I've watched documentaries and I liked them, but then I think my intake of documentaries since that movie, uh, since that documentary, has increased. Okay, <laughs> increasingly. I think there was something special about how okay. that one was. Because I was gonna say, like, I'm more. a documentary guy. Me I'm, not, I'm saying more for people I know who are people. not watching documentaries. Yeah, I get it, but this and one I would say make an exception. I would watch the art. Yeah. And then, it, if you are if you are a documentary watcher, then watch it whichever mm-hmm. way you feel. For me, I I am able to watch a documentary and then not even give a shit about but a movie. You're right. I prefer honestly, I prefer documentaries over movies most of the time. Yeah. To be honest, just me personally, because that's how my mind works. But for those of you guys who are really into art, I would definitely look at the art. And then look at the documentary. And if not, watch the documentary uh, before. At least watch some of his... Find some of his shit on YouTube. I'm sure you can. Find some of his shit on YouTube. Get to know Fred before you go into the movie. Mm-hmm. In some facet. You know what I mean? Like, in some facet, get to know Fred before you get into the movie. Yeah. Watch the movie. And then maybe then you go into the documentary. Maybe find some uh, episodes or something. But I would... I I know I was just saying that because I know most people don't have the mental capacity yeah, to watch no, a documentary. I That's anymore. why I'm like try at least in my opinion <laughs> at least try. If not, yeah, watch the movie. Okay. Then go. If you know you're not a documentary watcher, if you just want to risk it, yeah, watch the movie first. Do that. But please, just or I don't give a fuck. It. Just get to the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> in some way, form, shape, capacity, watch it, please. That's uh, usually recommended with it. And yeah, no, it's great movie. More so, it's a nice piece of positivity. You don't walk out of this movie. I can't see anybody walking out of this movie like bah humbug. You know what I mean? You're Even wrong. Even if you don't think it's <laughs> the greatest thing in the world, or you've seen better films, yeah, there's probably better films. But you're not gonna walk out of this. It's a out of this disappointed. It's a nice piece of positivity. I know. Two days later, we are all gonna be back on the internet screaming at people in all caps. But hey, enjoy it while it's around. 
I guess. So recommend it. Watch it. Recommendation for me. Josh, any last thoughts? Just watch it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I really don't have too much to say. Like, it's phenomenal movie. Um, and about a phenomenal man. Like, uh, truly, you know, like, and I hate to say it, but truly a saint. You know, truly, yeah, uh, if not a saint, you know, an angel, you know, mm-hmm. so, uh, God sent, you know. Yeah, we don't get many uh, Mr. Rogers in our life, man. No. That's- that's really cool. No. That's amazing. I'm glad I was on Earth when he was on Earth. Too, yeah, and, like, and and it's cool that we got to like grow rare. up, even because I don't know if I was, but it was cool that we got it. Oh no, I was because the interview happened in '98. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was live. Hey, uh, but it's yeah. it's truly great to be able to say like I grew up with Mr. Rogers, and and not even in some nostalgia bullshit like. After learning all this shit about him, like, it is truly a blessing that, like, I was able to grow up with some of that morals. And it's probably why it's helped me be so introspective now as an adult, you know, like, being able to look into myself mm-hmm. or look into other people in a deeper way than just some fucking, you know, uh, especially nowadays, dude. Like, with so many people who are just about this, uh, you better accept me for how I am or, like, <laughs> shit like that. Like, right. like. Mr. Rogers truly was a fucking angel. Like, it's an mm-hmm. angel from yeah. God. Like, I won't put him up on saint level. I don't even believe in saints, but, uh, you know, like, uh, but truly an angel of God. Like, uh, and, and, and a great man to right. aspire to be. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, uh, I love him. <laughs> I miss him, man. We could, I, was, I always think about it. I did mention it in, doc, uh, in the documentary, too, what Fred's opinion of things would be today. And I'm curious about that, too, because I feel like yeah. this movie and that documentary came out at a good time <laughs> for our world. I don't well, know if many people know are watching me, like, it, it made me want to, like, like, do something. Yeah. I don't know what yet, but do something for kids. Like, mm-hmm. that is, like, wholesome. Exactly. You know, not and not true just and real, not funny, not Jake, just silly, not just what, fucking not wild, but YouTube some some whatever. real genuine wholesome shit. I don't know what we're going to do, but I'm sure over here eventually at uh uh over here we're going to figure something out because like yeah, there's a space. There's a space for it and hey and it would definitely be a genuine ass fucking Space, you know. <laughs> Until then, you guys can look at me as the teenage Rogers or something like that, because I'm cussing, <laughs> trying to feed this uh, knowledge. You can be a Mr. Teenagers. Rogers. Thoughts from the oh, kid is you. like, hey, I was like, thoughts from the kid. We're looking some for education adults. into you too. I was like, we're looking for adults over knowledge. here. Thoughts from the kid. <laughs> I don't, I don't fuck with kids. Hell, but I will. Last thing, man, I will say those interview scenes are funny, man. Like, Definitely. They really did try. No. To, they really did. He really did no, walk out. It was, it was like a good try. Like I said, he collects assholes like you, man. Like, I know you, man. Like, bro, because you know how many times I was like, you know how many times you'd be like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, man. Fuck you. You That's like, you can't even ask him a question. You'd be like, what's up, Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers would be calmly like, what is up? (laughs) You're like, Jesus, am I going to get anywhere? But you walk out of there and you'll be like, man, he really cool, man. Hey, man, that's a cool cat. It's true. Fuck that. Damn, man. That's the. Power Rogers, man, and it, absolutely, I, I love it. So, um, yeah, please see it, and um, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for staying up late with me, Josh. Let me, do let this. me plug this real done. quick. Um, thoughts from the kid. You can find I'm Josh there. Fucking do it. I got you, man. You can find Josh at Thoughts from the Kid. Good no, <laughs> uh, Andre, Jesus, <laughs> that, a couple. No, we're hey. not doing just that. Uh, make sure you check me out on Thoughts from the Kid. Uh, pod, uh, no, Thoughts from the Kid at uh. 
fuck this. I don't want to <laughs> plug. I'm too tired. Too tired. You, you guys I, heard I, the spiel. I've, I've done I'll it. do it from you. You can find him at Thoughts from the Kid. Uh, at TFTA Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Look us up on Thoughts from the Kid on YouTube and Facebook. And then you can also, of course, just type in Thoughts from the Kid on any streaming platform. And you should be able to find us. Yay. And you can, you know, watch your language. W-Y-L-P dot at email at gmail.com <laughs> like I still need to learn my own shit but yeah I think you could go um, email me at wylp at gmail.com uh, catch more watch your language episodes I'm about to get back on that shit took a nice little fun uh, not knowing of break but that's cool kind of needed it yeah. kind of took over gotta time on it sometimes. so got a lot of good shit planned for you that needs to actually get out so I'm excited for that um other than that, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. This is Cinema Language, and right. more reviews coming up soon. Yeah, yeah. Watch, Peace. Cinema, you watch your Cinema Language. <laughs> Bye.